Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah. Like the Bible, Jeremiah, how you doing? I am doing good on, on his way up, way up Wednesday. Way up, way up, we up, we up Wednesday. I'm very tired. Yesterday, I lived like three weeks of life in one day, <laughs> uh, and so I just want to shout myself out. Uh, also, want to take this moment to shout out Harry Belafonte, who. We lost um, yesterday Calypso legend, actor, civil rights activist Passed away at 96 That's a good life though, 96 At his Manhattan home of congestive heart failure Which is really just like You know, he went to sleep and didn't wake up Right Which is the way to go Probably the best way to go at this point You know how I want to go? How? Laughing (laughs) There's an Everybody Hates Chris episode Where JJ from Good Time plays uh, Tashina Arnold's father and that's how he passes away. Like, he's, like, telling a joke, and he, like, dies at the kitchen table. That's how I want to go. <laughs> and I know that that may be very, like, uh, traumatic for everybody else, but... Yeah, everyone else was kind of like, oh, is he dead? No, like, <laughs> I want to be like... <laughs> and it's just... And that's it. Out. Out. Like a, like a light. <laughs> like a light. To the other side, to your next life. And I know some of y'all are probably like, damn, like, how y'all joking right now? Like, the man passed away. But it's like, he lived for 96 years. Right. You know, like, he lived a beautiful, full, purposeful life. Mm-hmm. He was a Calypso legend, an actor, a civil rights activist. He was also fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? He like, was born in the 1920s, Amanda. Sir. I was like, 1920s? Like, the roaring 20s. When they was out there riding around and getting it. You know what I'm saying? Model T Ford. Like, the great Gatsby. <laughs> Okay, like he lived like all the seasons of Downton Abbey, like he lived it. Please, I'm screaming. So we are going to talk further, of course, about the great Harry Belafonte, but we've had to start our day giving him his props. And we also always start our day with some Black Era news. So what do we got coming up? Coming up, there's an Alabama um, educator direct, education director that's being ousted over a book that the governor says is too woke. Where are where are we? <laughs> too like, woke. He said, get it out of here and get her out of here. Also, prize from the Fugees. He was talking to them folks. They said he FBI informant. I said 90 degrees underneath palm trees. <laughs> Smoking BDs as I burn my calories. Let's get into the group chat to ask the question. Are we asking the right questions when it comes to our potential mates on these first dates? We're going to do that because we are always trying to help people get what they want. Yes, yes. So we are going to definitely have that conversation. What else? Gonna ask, oh yeah, we always gonna do what we always do, which is ask how black we feel today. Of course, of course. We got all that coming up. Plus, today we premiere our latest episode of Small Doses Side Effects of Mean Girls. Not the movie, though. Not the movie, though. But uh, I'm talking about my experiences. We got some, we take questions, etc. I know so many of y'all grew up and realized, hold up, this mean girl thing doesn't just get left in high school? No. So I'm sure you will relate. So make sure you check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts. And we are a part of the Urban One Podcast Network. Don't you go anywhere. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. We just getting started. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, joined by Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it's time to get into some black eared news. It's getting crazy, Amanda. Well, crazier, I shall say. Uh, how can it get crazier, Jeremiah? Well, Alabama's governor, Kay Ivey, replaced the state's director of early child education, Barbara Cooper, over the distribution of a teacher training book written by the National Association for Education of Young Children. So you just named like three like people yes. and organizations that mm-hmm. are legit. That are legit. And the governor denounced the book saying it's hot woke concepts due to the language around inclusion and structural racism. And I actually released a statement about this. I want to read the statement to you. Amanda. Oh, wow. He said, the education of Alabama's children is my top priority as governor. And there's absolutely no room to distract or take away from this mission. Let me be crystal clear. Woke concepts that have zero to do with proper education and that are divisive at the core have no place in Alabama classrooms at any age level let alone with the, our youngest learners. Well, we all know that Alabama <laughs> ha, 
has always been on this. I mean, when it comes to woke concepts, mm-hmm. Alabama has consistently been at the forefront of saying, nah, we ain't, we ain't really about that life. Right. We must remember that Alabama was one of the great seats of racism. Mm-hmm. George Wallace, you know, the children integration, integrating the schools. When we see those pictures of Jerry Jones mm-hmm. screaming at the kids, that's in Alabama to my knowledge. Um, furthermore, this is also the, the home of the uh, young the four young girls that lost their lives in the church bombing. Right. The 16th Street Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can go on it's and so on. Much. That's the crazy part about this is like Alabama's at the crux of why we need a lot of our black history knowledge. They were part of the systemic problem that we're talking about today. Like they were at the forefront, kicking down doors, stop people being on the bus, going to the back of the bus. It's crazy. And when we talk about like the pictures of children Mm-hmm. being sprayed with hoses yep. and dogs. Yep. That was Alabama. Mm-hmm. That was the Children's March of May 1963. And they were peaceful protests where the children were attacked. So miss me with Alabama is all is for the kids. Mm-hmm. Wu-Tang is for the children. <laughs> Alabama ain't never been for the children unless they are Hoate. Right. And we all know also that this whole woke thing and we don't want to have woke. All it really is saying is that we do not want to acknowledge the continued oppression and discriminatory practices of this nation and the Mm -hmm. ways in which it creates privilege for white children. Right. And for white people. Right. Right. Or things that are not, um, cis hetero. Correct. um, Christian. Normative quote unquote. Cause one of the things they want to talk about this in the teacher handbook, which actually isn't like curriculum is for the teachers to have knowledge to teach the kids. I mean, you were a teacher. So the thing about it is that, Part of the, the thing you want to talk about is telling kids that people come from different families. Like, even yes. as simple as that, like, there are two-parent households, there are parents with a mother and a mother, a mm-hmm. father and a father. There are some that have, that have grandparents, that yeah. have foster kids. Aunts. Right. Yep. That aren't, quote-unquote, traditional nuclear families that mm-hmm. we are all taught. You know why? You know why that's in the teacher handbook? Because it's important. Because creating a society of people who understand inclusivity who understand civility, mm-hmm. who applaud difference mm-hmm. as opposed to judge it is a key part of how we raise our children up. Mm-hmm. And when you look at other cities and other countries, I mean, sorry, when you look at other countries like Finland, Finland's educational like marker is we want our kids to be happy. They want <laughs> to be happy in America. No, they want our kids to get jobs. They feeding us hamburgers and milk Ugh. at nine o'clock in the morning. I say all of this to say this is why we must continue to teach our children at home Mm -hmm. and to explore other educational avenues Mm -hmm. that are now being like springing up. So we're going to start seeing a lot of uh, educational avenues that are coming outside of traditional education spaces. So keep an eye out. We'll definitely do our best to let y'all know about the ways in which you can get involved with those. Um, For instance, like there's Rohi's Readery in South Florida. Like Rohi's Readery uh, is a it's a bookstore, but they have like reading classes and they have curriculum that is multicultural and that is breaking outside of all of these normative things that we hear about. And it is, it's like a place where children can come and get this education for free. I love that. I love that. We need more of that. Actually. We definitely need more of that. And you can actually hear the owner of Rohi's Readery on my podcast, uh, small doses, side effects of, Oh, well, we did an educator series okay. and, um, Pranu is the uh, woman. Her name is Pranu. I can't remember her last name right now. Don't kill me. What's in a, it's in the database. It's it live in the episodes. They all yes. there on the app. <sighs> Anyways, I, the, talking about education is just really, really like my passion. I really feel like our education is the key to our liberation. And you know what? They know that too, which is why they keep trying to step on it. That is right. Well, another thing that you're passionate about is music. Yes, yes. And we got to talk about the Fuji's member prize. Woo, when we next. get back, yes. keep it locked. They sing it to the fans. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. And to all my Fuji's fans, this one gonna hit you in the chest. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what are we talking about right now, man? We're talking about former Fuji's member, Prize, who is currently on trial and facing multiple charges, including this, Amanda. Money laundering, campaign finance violations, acting as an unregistered agent for a foreign national's witness tampering, and lying to banks. But that's not the biggest part of this whole thing. No? No. The big twist is that, according to Rolling Stone, when he took the stand in this trial, he revealed that he voluntarily met with FBI agents on several occasions. He was an informant. 
Well, yeah, because they was coming for his head and it was like, you either going to flip for us or we're going to sit you down. And he said, call me Simone Biles because I'm doing all the flips. Not Simone. This is crazy. Like, did you expect this headline when you woke up this morning? I sure didn't. But you know what? Look at the history of the Fugees. All right. You got John Forte, who was like a whole drug smuggler and ended up doing a bunch of time. Mm -hmm. You have Lauryn Hill, who stole credit for her album her first album like there and that's like a real thing that happened i mean we all love lauren but that took place the miseducation there's allegations that uh wyclef apparently had like charity scams they were saying that they were saying that and now this as a as a 90s music enthusiast amanda like does it break your heart are you like shocked are you like how did we get here um I think it's really just a matter of finding out and figuring out what would cause somebody who has so much money. Mm-hmm. Cause the Fuji's sold hella records and then ghetto superstar was a hit. First of all, that's my song to this day. <laughs> well, you know what? To this day. I don't, I mean, we love mine. We love ODB rest in peace. So I don't know what would cause him to do this. But what I also learned in this is that the money laundering was him giving money to campaigns through some outside source. Right, right, and he right. like gave money to Obama's campaign, but then he also gave money to Trump's campaign. Yep. That's what they were saying. That's the most disturbing part of all this. Not the FBI part. It's that she was giving money to Donald Trump's campaign. Most disturbing part of all of this. So y'all, I'm not sure how this ends up with Prasakel Michael, but I'm, I would love to have a sit down at some point just to ask the question. Why? Just why? 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 You have, I don't under, you know, we're not criminals. So I think that's part of the reason why we don't understand like why he would do this. Like, why can't, but why can't you just donate money to yourself? Like, why did he have to go through an outside company and that, why is there money laundering, et cetera, et cetera? Like, I just don't. I mean, I think I got to watch like, you know, the Godfather early dance of the day or something. You got to watch Ozark. <laughs> That's it for Black Earth News. But coming up, we're going to head into the group chat. What are we talking about? We're going to talk about, are we asking the right questions when it comes to meeting our potential mates on the first day? That's up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me, baby. Hit those phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah like the Bible. <laughs> That's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the Biblioteca, which actually means library. library. Um, <laughs> like, uh... Jeremiah like the Bible. Let's get into a group chat. We have not really gotten to talk about relationships much because there's just been so much politics so going much. on. But, you know, we got to talk to the people about the people. We do. I want to know, Amanda, when we are meeting new partners, new potential mates, right. are we asking the right questions? Right. Like, I think this guy right here has some we should be asking on the first day. Okay. Neither one of us really has time or energy to waste. And plus, I'm looking forward to a nap. So let's just get straight to the nitty gritty. One, um, you're physically attracted to me. Am I attracted to you? Yes. Okay. Are you single? Yes. Is there anyone that doesn't believe you're single? No. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, do you want to be in a serious, long-term, monogamous relationship? Yes. I mean, listen, I saw a little scrappy somewhere saying the other day that, like, the questions that you need to be asking are, is this your real hair? <laughs> I think there's a way to be upfront and ask certain questions, but I think there are levels to questions. Like, if I'm on my first date, I don't even know if I really like you that much. So I'm not, I don't... Well, I think some of these questions are, like, the actual first date questions. Are you single? Because yeah. I don't even want to be here. That's true. I mean, I thought that's before the first day, honestly. Are you single? Fair. We should have asked when we got to the cheesecake. When we got to the cheesecake? Cheesecake factory. Oh, I'm not going on dates at the Cheesecake Factory. I'm sorry, Amanda. We know you're in a different <laughs> tax bracket. We know. Yeah, but, it's not even that. It's just that I'm just in a different food bracket. I guess. But Cheesecake got like literally everything under the sun. That's, That's the what problem scares with me. The cheesecake factory. It's just too everything. much. I'm just like, how is this feasible? <laughs> like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, honestly, and it's not even saying that I'm like too, like, too good for the Cheesecake Factory, but it's just the ambiance is not date vibes. <laughs> I've been on one date to the Cheesecake Factory and it was with a loser. That's true. That's true. I mean, 
But ultimately, you're saying that you should have those questions answered. What are some other questions that you feel like should be answered before you even connect on the first date? Well, I need to know. Because I can't. I I mean, I'm not in this life anymore. So, oh, my God. I just I mean, I need to know your intentions. Like, do you do you want like a relationship? Are you trying to kick it? Now, see, I feel like some people would say that that's like too forward. And I I feel like that's I, I don't even want to converse with you well it more so just lays the land before we go to cheesecake factory i need to know like are we playing separately or together you know what i'm saying we just kicking mm-hmm. it you paying for your own stuff we just kicking it if, we, if i'm trying to like woo you and get to know you you know it's a different level of uh finesse i bring to the situation how do you know because you are a man who dates men how mm-hmm. do you know who is going to be expected that's a really good question it's more so i guess people's rule of thumb is like whoever asks the person okay like if you ask me you then pay. You. If I ask you, I pay. That's why I ask nobody. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't ask nobody. We just wait till you be like, oh, you want me to come? Okay, I can come. <laughs> but honestly, with that though, on a first day for me, even if you ask me, I like to just pay for myself. Honestly. So the conversation that this came out of was people saying like, oh, are these questions like too forward? Mm-hmm. Like, are we basically doing a questionnaire before we date? And I think, you know, in my opinion, you you kind of going to get what you asked for. Right. You got to know a friend. And so I want to hear from you guys. Do you feel like these types of questions ruin the journey of learning somebody? Like, do you feel like it's just too um, job interview? Or do you think at this point, hey, baby, we got to be able to just cut to the chase because anybody got time. Hit me up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. You know what time it is. It's time to find out. How black do you feel today? Yeah. 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 Jim, I like the Bible. How yes. black do you feel today? I feel as black as R&B legends, Jagged Edge. <laughs> And they said, meet me at the altar in your white dress. Really? Not because I'm getting married. Oh, I was like, what? Well, because I'm in another wedding coming up. My brother's getting married. Oh, wow. And I don't get this damn suit. Oh, wow. You know, every time somebody get last year, my other brother got married. Oh, So it's like a repeat. I'm like, I'm tired of these weddings. Oh, wow. Because when you're in a wedding, it's like so much work, but you don't get no payoff. I've never, I've never been in a wedding and no one asks me to be in weddings. You are lucky. I know. I used to feel some type of way about it. And then I realized, oh, this is a blessing. Right. It's like the fact that I didn't start my period till I was 17. I used to feel some type of way about it. And everyone's like, no, 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 that that's a blessing. Well, also guys, when, when they're in charge of something, they aren't really like organized. They kind of give me like random information, random days. (laughs) Like they wait two weeks before the thing. Oh, you need these shoes. Oh yeah. By the way, you need this. I'm like, you have a, I have a checklist of this thing. Right, right, right. But all of it costs money too. It ain't like just go get this. It's like, oh, go get these $500 shoes that I want you to wear. Oh, and see, that's like, the part about weddings that never like ceases to amaze me. The fact that it's very comfortably just, this is what it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be down, you got to pay it. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I don't know. I'm going to be at, the, I'm on the sidelines. Like, <laughs> yay. Congratulations. I'll throw some rice. But it's my last brother that's getting married. Cause I have no, no more brothers to actually, you know. All married. right. Well, good for you. <laughs> you're, the la- you're the last Mohican. The last one. Uh, how black do I feel today? I feel Hippolyta in Lovecraft Country Ooh, Black today. That's my show, first of all. Yes, it's all of our shows. Um, you know, in that in that show, Hippolyta, she like ends up just traveling through space and time through different mm-hmm. wavelengths. You know, she's doing what she want to do and she's living all these different lives. And that's how I feel after yesterday and like <laughs> living a whole bunch of life in like one day, just like moving around. And I really was like, you know what? The only reason why you were able to do this is because you are organized a F. Okay. Okay. And I'm like, you know, that's like a very freeing feeling. Like to be at a point in adulting where you can just like on the fly, get errands done. I'm not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see? I'm, <laughs> I'm like, well, I gotta go where today. I ain't playing for that. I ain't playing for that. <laughs> Listen, I got a lot done. I got so much done and I was moving in and out of linear time and space, y'all, like Apolita. <laughs> How black are you all feeling today? Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Or just call us up and tell us how you feel about anything we've been talking about or what you got going on in your life. You want to give somebody their flowers? Listen, this is the place to do it. When we get back, we got to talk about 
President Joe Biden. Biden, and he made an announcement. And we're going to tell you what that announcement is, plus the big up, let down, and more. It's all coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this up. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up. Yeah, we yeah, up. yeah. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Amanda Seals here. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's my little show. We do. Actually, I gotta stop calling it a little show. It's a big show. Big show. Big boss seals. Yes. The big seals right here on El Radio. Uh, joined by Mr. Jeremiah, like the Bible. Today is National Dissertation Day. Ooh. Shout out to all of our PhDers. Big deal. And it's National Get Organized Today. I mean, it's National Get Organized Day, which I just said on our last break that mm-hmm. I felt like I've really reached a new space and time of adulting because I'm so organized that I can just like run errands on the fly. You did say that. So today is for me. You in synergy with the universe. Yes, I'm in synergy with the universe. Nonetheless, the universe be doing a lot. <laughs> and we are going to tell you all about some of it right here on Black Hero News. What do you got coming up? Coming up, President Joe Biden has an announcement for us. Okay. It might be what you think it is or it might not be. You know, it ain't in student loans. Also, Rick Ross is getting dragged for dissing Don Lemon. I don't know if it's a diss or not, but we'll talk about it. Okay. Plus, we got the big up let down. Hey, all of that's coming up next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcasts and check it out. You can also check out my other podcast, Small Doses. This week's new episode is Side Effects of Mean Girls, premiering today wherever you get your podcast. And tomorrow, you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. This is about to get into some Black Hero News with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And this is big news. Big news. <laughs> Thank you for the drum roll. <laughs> so President Joe Biden has officially announced his intention to run for a second term in the 2024 presidential election. The 79-year-old president made the announcement during a virtual meeting with donors and supporters. And in a meeting, he also expressed his confidence in the administration, his belief that they are making significant progress in improving the lives of Americans. Plus, Kamala Harris will be joining him on the ticket as well as VP. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why you do her like that? I didn't do her like that. I did the situation. <laughs> okay, like that. it's the situation. Got gotcha. you. Because I just really didn't want Joe Biden to run again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm not saying that he's done like a trash job. Like he's done an I right job. Like he's done far more than right. I expected. He cool. It's like you know. But I do know that we have a lot of apathetic voters and we have a lot of misled voters in this mm-hmm. nation right now. And I do think that they really needed someone new and fresh to energize the base. Right, right. And Joe Biden is anything but new or fresh. Right. All right. right? He smells like, I'm, in my mind, he smells like Werther's Originals and socks. Because, you know, you know that's just what it is. <laughs> and again, I don't want to discount the fact that, like, I actually think that Joe Biden... In, in his twilight years, which is where he is, mm-hmm. I do feel like there's a certain level of remorse mm-hmm. that he is th- showing through action that he has for the way he was behaving in the 90s. Right. Okay, this is someone who put Clarence Thomas up for the mm-hmm. bench. Mm-hmm. This is also, of course, the creator of the uh, war on the crime, crime the yeah. crime bill. And, you know, people keep bringing that up and I'm not discounting that they should bring that up. But in this administration, he has made efforts to not only talk about it, but to be about it when it comes to mm-hmm. like creating policies that are going to extend to black folks. That's true. Also for what it's worth, he wasn't the only person in the nineties causing havoc. havoc. He wasn't the single. <laughs> single no, we know that. Yeah. Right. People are trying to like, Oh, that you are picture. so right. Like, Oh my, it was Joe Biden who did everything. Well, the other part of it is that there was like a lot, a lot of crime. Right. So right. the other argument is like the congressional black caucus was behind him in right. doing that and, and putting that crime bill forward because there was like an excessive amount of crime and people just don't didn't know like what, what to, to necessarily do. That being said, 
What I really fear is the fact that there's going to be so many people like, well, that's why we need to vote for Donald Trump. And I'm like, y'all need to shut up. That's never the answer. It's never the answer. And there's just this real, um, very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Jeremiah? There's a distorted point of view about Joe Biden Mm. that like he is just as bad as Donald Trump. And I'm just like, where? I think the thing with Joe Biden that I don't like is that he's just safe to me. And it's like, we're in, Correct. We're in, we a, we're in that era Extreme of, times. Yeah, you can't just be safe. It's like, he's like, I'm just going to ride, ride the middle and we go get through. It's like, you can't do that. No, you we, need, be like, we uh, need radicalism. It'd be like LBJ, who was apparently like pressing people in the hallways about stuff, allegedly. I went there, so they said about the man. Well, you know, Gavin Newsom, who is the governor of California, he mm-hmm. too be pressing folks on the Twitter hallways, you right? Like, he'll really be like, what are you talking about? He straight up calls DeSantis an idiot. Like, it's- Right, you got to be in that- like, we're in a new ball game. Like, this isn't 1960s politics, Joe. No. We're in 2023, and they acting crazy. So you got to kind of like, not act crazy, but you got to, you no, know. No, you have to act you gotta crazy. You got to shake the table a little bit. Justin Jones. Yeah. Justin J. Pearson. And Gloria I like, Johnson. I, I feel like they don't, like, act crazy, AOC. but they match energy. <laughs> Jamal Bowman. Mm-hmm. These are people who are like, nah, we not going to just go low. I mean, we're not going to go high when they go low. Right, right. We, they go low, we go loud. You got to go in the gutter sometimes, too. They go low, we get loud. I mean, this could be the perfect time for you, Amanda, just to announce your... Cut it out. Put your hat in the ring. <laughs> At least once a day, someone tells me to do that. Just At least once a day. I do have something I will be throwing in the ring uh, shortly, but it, it, it's a version of this, but not quite. But you got to stick around and just keep listening to the show to find out what that is. Do you? So here we go. The listeners of the Amanda Seal Show. Are you excited about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris running for office? Do you not care, but you're going to vote anyway for them? Do you understand that there are no other options being presented? The Democratic National Convention is going to be coming up, but apparently there are no primary debates. So this is typical, by the way, for incumbents. Right, right. Um, They just kind of get the nomination. They don't have to fight for it again. Which I don't know if I like that. I don't like it at all. Nonetheless, when I saw Gavin Newsom say, we're going to cheer on Joe Biden for another four years, I was like, no, how are you? Give us a ring. We want to hear from you on this. 1-855-AMANDA-8, 1-855-262-6328. How do you feel about another four years with Joe Biden? And if it's not Joe Biden and your only other options are Trump or DeSantis, what you going to do? Give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we got what? Rick Ross. They said he was dissing Don Lemon after he got fired. We're going to talk about it up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's time to continue with some Black Hero News. So, you know, Don Lemon lost his job after 17 years. <sighs> and Rick Ross had this to say in regards to the firing of it all. Just found out Don Lemon was terminated from CNN. Damn, Don. But guess what? The brothers got your back. We hiring it at Wingstop. And for some reason, I believe you know what you're doing with them lemon pepper wings. So, man, just sent over your resume. Well, it was 17 years. Damn. But I'm going to make sure I get you in front of the right grill, brother. Stay solid, brother. Do they have a beef we don't know about? I don't think so. I mean, or a, or a chicken that we don't know about, I should say. <laughs> a chicken. <laughs> I mean, I think Rick Ross was just trying to find a way to promote Wingstop. Um, and I guess he thought this was the best way to talk about the lemon pepper wings. Stick to the wraps. Also, for what it's worth, the Wingstop wings ain't that good. But that's not, really they okay. They okay. I'm from Atlanta, you know. Oh, that's got, right. That's right. You did wings. you did put me on to like a whole what was it, JJ Peppers or something? Oh, JR Cricket. J- <laughs> JR Crickets. Mm-hmm. I just, that was not, that was like cringy, kind of right. not funny. He said, kind of wing stop, I got you. So apparently the people are dragging him? Yes, they feel like it was, he was being shady, you know. He was trying to like sneak this a little bit, which I don't think that's what it was. I think he was just being kind of like a bad joke. Yeah, it just wasn't Everybody joke. not a comedian. I mean. Some rappers are comedians though. Yes. <laughs> and some rappers uh, are trying to be. So there's that. You look at you trying to pull me in. I didn't say nothing. I Shout just, out to Currency, <laughs> who is actually somebody who, if he wanted to just stop rapping today, could just pick up a mic and go on stage and do stand up and be mm-hmm. like killing it. Uh, 
that was a weird situation right there with Rick Ross. I don't even know what to say about it other than like, you know, Don Lemon, Melissa Harris Perry, uh, Tiffany Cross, and who's another black person that was fired from Joy Reid. Yeah. All fired on like grounds of kind of just like, oh, damn, we didn't see that coming from CNN. Mm -hmm. And I don't know the story behind the Don Lemon of it all. I know we've also been talking about Tucker Carlson and word has gotten out that he legit did not know that he was about to get fired. Like, well, he lawyered up with Chris Cuomo's lawyers, though. Well, because you know why? Why? Because it's a sexual harassment case. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. With Tucker Carlson, there's a whole sexual harassment element of this that we did not know about. Mm -hmm. And it's basically the same young lady, Abby Grossman, who has been putting out a lot of the stuff for the Dominion case. She had become Tucker Carlson's producer, and she is also Jewish. And his team was consistently sexually harassing her and talking in very anti-Semitic ways. And so she has a case against him. And so I'm sure Rupert Murdoch was like, you already lost me $787.8 million. Like, you got to go. Maybe uh, Tucker and I get a job at Wingstop, you know. I know that, who was it? Uh, Oh, my God, yes. um, I see his face, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels (laughs) did suggest that they should have a show together. The ratings would be out of this world. And every day we would be like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to subject to my, myself to that as a viewer or as a uh, commentator. I would much rather watch that than Gail and Charles Barkley. Okay. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> no shade to Gail, but like, I'm not interested in watching Gail and Charles Barkley talk about things. Pairing. <sighs> well, that's it for Black Hero News. And coming up next, we got your big up let down, which is not an odd pairing. It's a perfect pairing that we do every day. It's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Let down. Let down. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seal Show, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. This is Jeremy Like the Bible. And it's time for the Big Up Let Down. Yay, yay, Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to Washington State. Yesterday, Governor Jay Inslee signed three new bills into law, which is continuing Washington State's progress to enact meaningful gun safety measures. Yeah, let's clap it up for that. Washington is now one of 10 states in America with a ban on assault rifles and one of a few states with a waiting period and training requirement for all gun purchases. Doesn't it seem like these things should just be like like things that make sense? Regular. (laughs) Well, no, it's such a big deal because they aren't regular. Right. Another new law empowers consumers with the ability to sue firearm manufacturers or retailers for irresponsible conduct, something only four other states have enacted. So I thought this was really huge, and I thought it was worth a big applause and a big up, because we are calling for gun laws, we are calling for gun reform, Mm -hmm. and we are seeing a state and a governor actually say, you know what, I'm listening, and since I am a person who has been elected, And I am a public servant. I should serve the people. I should serve the people. So we also going to pray for him because the NRA definitely was like, any of these politicians who say that they're against guns, we're coming for your career. They did say that. Well, you know what? We're going to definitely support folks like this. So shout out to Governor Jay Inslee and shout out to Washington State. And hopefully, you know, folks feel a little safer as these gun laws are being put into place. All right. Now it's time to get into days. Let down. <sighs> Akron, Ohio Police Department. Now, listen, the people of Akron, Ohio are protesting the killing of Jalen Walker, another unarmed black man. Mm-hmm. And the Akron Police Department is dealing with these protesters by stealing people's cars. Say it again. They're literally. Stealing people's cars. Now they've already been reprimanded for using pepper spray and for being and for excessive force, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But they are showing up. And so there's a there's an actual video where the cops pull up with four cars on a protester who's getting gas. Okay. They pull up on in, in a gas station and say that she has a seatbelt violation. 
And then the cop just gets in her car and drives off. There's no paperwork. This is not going to an impound. They literally just steal her car and they leave her and her child at a gas station. So people followed and then found the cops with the car just like in a school parking lot. Um, and they had blocked it in. And listen, shout out to the Akron. Shout out to the people of Akron because it was not having it. Love that. Like you just took their fucking car and now they about to try to run off. Y'all bitch mother Now y'all want to run off. Get that girl that car back. Let her go. Let her go. That is a child. Now, these people in Akron are not playing around. And I just feel like this is what we have to all end up doing with these cops. Like, keep pressing them, pressing them, pressing them. They ended up following this this woman, uh, following the cops to another location. And there was two other cars. This so they, they were literally just stealing people's cars. And they're arresting a 14-year-old girl. Like, the part of this that always blows my mind is that in this Constitution that people to call on for the second amendment it also says that we have the right to peaceful protest yes so why is it that there is never a right to peaceful protest being honored why i just the hypocrisy of this nation is always a let down and that is today's big up let down shout out to the people of akron you get it big up big up and keep on fighting the good fight Hit me up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back. So don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. Amanda, it's time to go to the phone lines. If you want to call us, our phone lines are open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines and hear what this caller has to say. Hi, Amanda. I've been listening to you for a super long time. This is Shawnee from Dayton, Ohio. I completely agree. I dated somebody eight years ago. Uh, We both weren't ready for each other. Now, run it back a year ago. Here we are. We live together. We just had a baby on April uh, 11th, and <laughs> and our lives are completely different. We both had to grow a lot to in order to be with each other, and I think that that's the main thing. Is like back in the day, I thought to myself, and eh, you know, he's not ready for me. He's not ready for me. I had to go to therapy and realize for myself. I also wasn't ready for him. So we grew together, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to speak on that topic. I love you both, you and Jeremiah, like the Bible. I follow you both. I love everything that you guys come out with. So keep doing your thing. Thank you, and thank keep you, y'all doing you. y'all thing. Finding each other once again. <laughs> it's so fun when people refer to me as like Jeremiah, like the Bible, like the full thing. <laughs> it's like, that is my name, but like, it's like a whole word. It's a commitment. It's like, it's like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's like, no, I have to say the whole thing. Right. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I love these stories of y'all sharing with us, you know, uh, your your origin stories for your love. love. And, you know, we talked about like Simone Biles and how she just got married and how they met on an app and how so many people are just like, yo, this app thing isn't working. And so when you all share these stories of like how you all found each other, I'm telling you, it's inspirational. Mm-hmm. It's aspirational. So keep sharing. Keep calling us. We want to hear how did you and your boo get stuck like glue? <laughs> it's not like a dating app. What eight five five of the eight? That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Give me a call and share your story. When we get back, we got more accurate news, and we're going to honor Harry Belafonte. All coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. It is the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals here, joined by Jeremiah, like the Bible. And this hour, we will be talking about Harry Belafonte and his homegoing. Yes, we are. We are. Mm-hmm. We also got to talk about other Black Hero news. Yeah. So a Fresno vice president, I'm sorry, vice principal, is placed on leave after calling teens, quote unquote, 
Section 8 people in Ghetto Girls. We got the audio of that too, mm. Amanda. Also, we're gonna play a little game. Mm. I heard you got some black facts for me. I do have some black facts for you. In your face. Black facts coming at ya. Like 3D. Yes. Also, I just wanna let you know that, you know, today is April 26, 2023, but it was on this day in 1994 uh, that South Africa held its first all race elections. Uh. Nelson Mandela would eventually be inaugurated as the nation's first black president on May 10th. But I want to point this out because a lot of people really think of like America right now mm-hmm. as the only version of America, mm-hmm. right? We have not lived through an American revolution, so we can't conceptualize that things could actually be different and that we could make that change. And let South Africa be an example. And this is the 90s. It's not like this is the 1900s right. and 01 or the 1890s. This is 1994. And we saw apartheid South Africa, which had been overrun by the uh, Dutch whites and their foolishness and their evilness. Right. We saw it go from that to a democratic country. Now, it's not to say that everything has smoothed out. There's a lot of issues and still there's a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. But I will say that even in that shift, people did not think that that was possible. And we saw it happen. And we love that. Shout out to Nelson Mandela. They, They have a new flag, everything. So there's that. So just want to keep that in mind for y'all. You know, history oftentimes can give us an indicator of not only like where we've been, but where we could possibly go. That is very true. All right. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seal Show. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday, Wednesday, Friday. I never know what day it is in it's life. It's a we at we at Wednesday. Hump day. Well, we gotta get into some Black Hair news, and this story is disturbing. It is. So, a Fresno school official, vice vice principal, is under investigation after a viral TikTok showed him racially profiling three teenage girls, and we actually have the audio of it, Amanda. Okay. We, we didn't even do nothing, so we recording you right now. That that you know that's harassment, right? No, it's not. Yes, it is. Absolutely it's harassment. You're a grown ass man. We're minors, though. Actually, I'm we the minors. Board director here. We're minors. So I don't We're care. minors. Officer, so you how you like it in your here. face? Three section eight how people here. How you like it in your face? Ghetto girls. How you like it in your face? Look at this. No, you're grown. Like this is a grown man, right? Yep. You're grown. Here you go, right here. You're grown. So I'm recording you too. Look at this, right here. Yes. So that's the Sunnyside High School vice pre- vice principal, Fred Vinadal, in a heated exchange with teenagers. And as you can see on the, uh, or as you can hear on the on the um, video, he was calling people who were perceived to be officers on these three girls and called them Section Eight people, ghetto girls. Do you understand how bonkers it is that we see so many examples of like literal grown, as the child said, "You a grown ass man, mm-hmm. grown white men." Addressing black children as if they are, one, equal in size, Mm -hmm. equal in age, Mm -hmm. and as if they are a threat to, like, their very existence. Because that's the only reason why I feel like you would approach somebody with that type of vitriol. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the adultification of black children all the time. We talked about the criminalization of black children all the time. These people also know that calling the cops on black people is an act of violence. Right. They know that. Also as a school official, as a vice principal, well, you, I you mean, understand, well, you should understand the, what that what that means to call the police on children. Well, the other part of it is that this was a situation that's very similar to uh, Trayvon Martin. These mm-hmm. young girls were walking through a gated community that their friend lived in mm-hmm. and they were walking through that community to go to a store and he saw them and started following them and taping them. So when I th- saw this, the first thing I thought about was, so if this is how you interact with kids in your neighborhood, how right. are you interacting with, I don't know the makeup of the school he teaches at, but mm-hmm. how are you interacting with black and brown kids in your school Correct. when they're, I guess, quote unquote, disorderly or not behaving in the way you want them to? Well, you know what's funny? We also just talked about South Africa and how South Africa had to get out from under the apartheid that was imposed on them by Dutch people who moved in and became Afrikaners, right? Mm-hmm. And he has a last name, Vienendal, which is actually Dutch. So- 
I am just going to go out on a limb here and say that he is a descendant of racist Dutch folks because he is carrying out this same type of behavior that they would do in apartheid South Africa, which was, oh, you're not allowed to walk here. It is illegal. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to get you arrested because, quote unquote, you don't belong here. And that is really what we're constantly seeing in this country is this 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 incessant movement towards putting black people back into these places and spaces of barriers right. that are determined by whiteness. Right. You don't belong here. I said so. Mm -hmm. You can't come over here because I said so. You're not an authoritarian. You're not an owner. You're just a white person. <laughs> for them, that's enough. Being a white person for them is enough to call the shots. And that's why it's on us to every time remind them that it is not enough. And shout out to this young lady because she is very well spoken and was very much like, ah, sir, you are a grown man and this is harassment. Stop playing with him. Well, he was placed on administrative leave. Um, there's an investigation into the matter, but the vice pr principal did issue a public apology um, for his comments. Well, the school is Sunnydale High School. Sunnydale High School. Sunnyside. S sorry, Sunnyside High School. Sunnyside High School. Uh, can we find out where Sunnyside High School is located? Can you? Fresno. It's Sunnyside High School in Fresno. So uh, give them a call and let's call for the resignation. And actually, let's call for the firing of the vice principal, Fred Vienendahl. Because again, like Jeremiah said, if this is how you're dealing with children outside of school, imagine how you're dealing with them when you're actually empowered with the title of vice principal in school. I can tell you now, it's not an Abbott Elementary kind of scenario. It's not. It's not. I'm saying over there. What'd you say? We're saying over there. No, she's not. She's not. When we get back, we're going to pay tribute to the great late Harry Belafonte. It's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Me and uh, Jeremiah like the Bible here. And we got to pay out some flowers, man. Got to give out some flowers. We do. We're giving flowers today to Harry Belafonte, the legendary American singer, actor, and civil rights activist who died at the age of 95 of congestive heart failure on Tuesday morning at his home in New York City. You know, Harry Belafonte was not just a performer. Like he was an incredibly uh, passionate person about a number of things, including social justice. And I really feel like a lot of people who talk about like, oh, celebrities shouldn't be expected to do anything. Stop listening to celebrities. Like they don't understand that during the civil rights movement, there were many folks that were considered celebrities who felt like, absolutely not. I have to be speaking out because of my celebrity. Harry was one of those folks. And he continued even after he was no longer on the screen, working with uh, his organization, Gathering for Justice, which absolutely is all about pushing for civil rights and social, uh, social activism, et cetera. And he is somebody that we can always continue to look up to and continue to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We can continue to carry on his legacy. Yes, yes. We have to do that. And so there, we could sit here and talk and talk and talk. I mean, listen, Harry Belafonte for me, he, he's, he was in Island in the sun, which was filmed in my Island Grenada with Dorothy Dandridge. You know, we also know of Harry Belafonte because of his classic records, Deo and, uh, Shake Sonora, which is in Beetlejuice. And by the way, Beetlejuice 2 just got red lit, uh, red light, green, green lit. Oh my green God, lit. I can't talk. I can't talk. Green lit. But I wanted you all to hear Harry Belafonte in his own words. And uh, this clip right here is Harry Belafonte in 1967. And it's uncanny how so little has changed today. So little. The racism which permeates American life from top to bottom in, the, in, in very subtle ways and in very aggressive, obvious ways. Uh, uh, the Negro has paid a terrible price for this. But somehow uh, you'll find that racism in its subtlest and its most uh, evil sense has worked its way deep into the, in, in, into the, into the fiber of the hearts and minds of many men and women. Rest in power to Harry Belafonte. Daylight, daylight come and me one go. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time to get into a little game for my little show. Smart, funny, and... 
Remember, Smart, Funny, and Black is going to be in Los Angeles at the Novo on May 18th. We've got Wayne Brady versus Jalil White, and they will be competing in my game show, Variety Game Show, where they get tested on their knowledge of Black culture, Black history, and the Black experience. And in the middle of that, we're going to dance, we're going to sing, we're going to electric slide, we're going to do all types of Black things and have a good old time. Mm -hmm. So to give you all a little flavor of the kind of games that we play, we, me, Amanda Seals and Jeremiah of the Bible, are going to play a little game of Black Facts. Now, of course, today we are mourning the loss of the incredible Harry Belafonte, who was not only an actor, but he's also a civil rights activist. And I felt like our Black Facts theme today should be around other folks within the realm of film who have used their film platform to speak to the social uh, injustices of black men, of black okay. folks, but also the stories of black folks, okay. et cetera. Right, Jeremiah? So if I get this wrong, Howard University will revoke my film degree from me. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. All right. All right. I'm ready. All right. Play along wherever you are. Play along. Okay. Let's get into it. This director was the go-to video director for late 90s rappers and took his trademark style of shiny suits and even shinier shots to the screen with the hood classic Belly. Okay, shiny videos. I'm thinking of more money, more problems. It's the first thing that popped in my brain. But I don't know if he directed that, but is the answer Hype Williams? That is a black fact! That is a black fact! All right, all right. Next up. And yes, he did direct Mo Money, Mo okay, Problems. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, Ava DuVernay was totally shafted for the Best Director nomination at the Oscars for her work on this civil rights film. All right, Ava DuVernay, civil rights. Um, oh, this is Selma. That is it. Okay. Which is actually, I feel like, the best version of like the MLK story I've ever seen told on in film. Like, Yes, I will say. I feel like because it's not, it's not like romanticized, yeah. and it feels very grounded. Mm -hmm. And like I cried in a the movie theater. Well, I decide I went saw that movie and then had to go do stand up. <laughs> it was really, yeah, it made no sense. It was really a bad planning, <laughs> bad planning. All right, Antoine Fisher was this leading man's first foray into the director's chair. Ooh, director. Okay. I know Derek Luke is Antoine Fisher, but who directed Antoine Fisher? Oh my God. It's that first time directing. Let's just go with this is not the right answer. So don't it's not John Singleton, but I, I just want to say that. <laughs> that is incorrect. The answer is that is incorrect. The answer is Denzel Washington. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Like, it's Denzel Washington. I was like, why we, did it make sense? So I was like, let me just say another director. Even though I know like Boys in the Hood is John Singleton's first book. Okay, this one's going to see if you really was paying attention in school. Okay. Although the short-lived Lincoln Motion Picture Company was the first movie company owned and controlled by black filmmakers, mm -hmm. this director is regarded as the first major African-American feature filmmaker. The first? Yep. Oh, my goodness. And he's considered the most successful African-American filmmaker of the first half of the 20th century. I wasn't even alive in the first half of the 20th century. You got, you're a historian. What you need to be alive for? You sometimes you got to be down on the ground with the people. Nah, um, man. So it's not Spike Lee. It's before that. It's the first half of the 20th century. Oh, my God. I honestly do not know. Like, and I... The answer is Oscar Michaud. Okay. I didn't know that. Did now, you even know that, that name? I know that name. Okay. But, like, I would have never guessed that. Okay, one more. Are you ready? One yes, more? Yes, okay. <clears throat> she may have started as a writer on a different world, but she brought a whole new love to basketball when Sanaa asked Devil or Nothing. This is Gina Prince Blythewood. That is correct. Yeah. Black yeah. That is it. Black Not bad, Jeremiah. I like the Bible. <laughs> you only missed two. It really was one because in my head I knew, I knew it was But Denzel. you didn't say I it. Knew. For all of y'all that were playing at home, <laughs> how'd you do? How did you do? Well, let me just tell y'all something. When we're at a Smart Funny and Black show and we play Black Facts, it gets very heated and turns mm -hmm. up. And also, we usually just break into a song. So when you had mentioned uh, More Money, More Problems, you know that once we answered that question, we would have just jumped into B-I-G-B-O-B-P-A. No info for the D-E-A. So if you want to get that kind of hypeness in your lifeness, then you need to get your tickets at Amanda Seals 
Google.com to Smart, Funny, and Black going down May 18th at the Novo. And if you are not able to come to the show, we are also about to set up an opportunity for you to donate tickets for those who cannot afford to go to the show. And you may be in some other city and say, you know what, but I still want to support. We're going to give you an opportunity to do so. So make sure you keep it locked. Check out my Instagram, Amanda Seals, and follow me so you can uh, so you can make sure that you're on top of that. All right. All right. We got to stay on top of this. We got more show for you. This is the Amanda Seals Show. When we get back, we're going to go straight to the phone line. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Happy Wednesday. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And we love your reaction and participation in all our topics. You can join the conversation or call to say what's up by calling us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And yesterday we talked about Representative Jessica Jones, and he, he called out a fellow Tennessee mm-hmm. representative for using the term God to justify his bigotry. Yeah. And this call is responding to that. Oh, cool. Hey, Amanda, this is Kaz coming from Delaware. That entire clip, when I tell you when I saw it, it irks my whole entire soul because what happened to the idea of church and state being separate? I thought that's the whole point mm-hmm. of everything. Church and state being separate is important because you can't have one in one religion influencing the decisions that are made for everybody because not everybody practices that religion. So every time we watch anything that has to do with politics and I keep hearing the mention of God, I get so mad. I hope Justin don't keep his foot on their neck because personally, Mm -hmm. I love how he be coming at them. And they don't have no answers for him because he has a valid point <laughs> of everything that he says. That's why they don't want to answer. That's my thoughts on it. And have the Bible verse. You too. <laughs> you know, here's the irony about this is that these forefathers that they love to be quoting, you know, because when it's convenient, folks love to be like the Constitution. George the Washington. Forefathers. They they had the perfect vision for this. The forefathers literally put separation of church and state into the Constitution for the exact reason that the caller just said. They did not want there to be a church religion situation uh, deciding how things could go. Also, because under Britain's rule, they were having to do things like that as well. They were right. having to bend right. to the church as well so the irony that we on one hand love to hear about second amendment but then they're like yeah but the other stuff nah we don't need equal to talk rights about that. equal protection yeah Mm-mm, we won't hear that church and state we taking that out gerrymandering <laughs> laws being based on race yeah nah they don't pay any, they, they the right pick to and vote choose. you don't need that <sighs> Cherry picking, y'all. Cherry picking. Well, we are not cherry picking. We actually just be playing your calls because you be sending us great messages and we love hearing your voice. So you hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we come back, what do we got, Jeremiah? Our favorite segment. Politicians say the darndest thing. The darndest. And they grown. Plus, we have 60-second headlines and your big up letdown. Coming up next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. With Jeremiah, like the Bible. That sounds like it would be like a like an old country song. Jeremiah, like the Bible, came from a town called ATL. Jeremiah, that twang, that twang scared me. Well, it is April 26, 2023. Shout out to all my Tauruses, y'all. Y'all are in the building. One of my favorite performers of all time who has been an inspiration to my performance style, actress Carol Burnett. Okay. Born on this day in 1933. Also, you know her. You know her as the one with a voice like this. You know her as the one in, we actually talked about Belly earlier in the show. Oh, we did, yeah. Who said, Cecilia, we're not going to Africa. Like, quit playing, quit playing. Yes, rapper Singer T-Boz, 1970. Not the T-Boz. Also, Terrence J. Terrence J, one year younger than me. He's 41. Really? Yes, this is his birthday in 1982. So shout out to everybody celebrating a birthday today, all my Tauruses. 
Cancers and Tauruses, we squad. So y'all my peoples, all right? Don't go anywhere, not only just because you're my peoples, but because we've got more stuff coming up this hour. That is right. Coming up, we have politicians say the darndest things. One of our favorite new segments. Yes. You missed it. You in for a treat. Plus, in case you missed it, 60 Second Headlines is coming back. All the stories we couldn't get into the show, we go hit you with it in 60 seconds. Plus, we got your big up letdown. Big up, big up. Letdown. All right, so stick around for that. Also, remember, if you miss out on any part of the show, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also check out my other podcast, Small Doses. Our latest episode that premieres today is Side Effects of Mean Girls. Yes, there are still chicks out here trying to make fetch happen. Y'all know who they are. Well, for those who want to vent and hear me vent, then baby, you're going to need to listen to this episode because I'm talking. I'm talking because, man, we thought we left high school behind. We did not. We did not. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Don't go anywhere. We still got more to give you before we get out of here. So keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. What's cracking, everybody out there? It's the Amanda Seals Show. Me and Jeremiah like the Bible here with our favorite segment. Mm-hmm. Politicians, Politicians say the darndest things. things. Today, Amanda, we have... Vivek Ramaswamy, 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 Ramaswamy. Okay, so he's a current a current GOP candidate for the presidency in 2024. Mm. He's 37 years old, Mm. and he had this to say when he was on with Don Lemon before Before he he got fired. Yeah, yeah. Black people secured their freedoms after the Civil War. It is a historical fact, Don. Just study it. Only after their Second Amendment rights were secured. They were not secured their freedoms after the Civil War. That is not you. You are discounting uh, uh, Reconstruction. You're discounting a whole host of things that happened after the Civil War when it comes to African-Americans, including the whole reason that the Civil Rights Movement happened is because black people did not secure their freedoms after the Civil War and that things turned around. People tried to change the freedoms that were supposed to. And you know how they got it? They got their Second Amendment rights and they actually got the NRA played a big role in that. But today down the The NRA did not play a big role. This is so ahistorical. It's not even funny. I don't even know where he's getting these things from because he really believes them. Like, I don't think he's actually lying. I think he's saying them because he really believes they're the truth. Now he wanted the kids the George Bush administration left behind. Sir, this is someone who is running for president. Again, <sighs> I will stress to you all, these politicians do not have to be smart educated, learned, none of that. They just have to be connected and had money. Because just like, that don't even make sense on like just... On a very, 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 very (laughs) basic level, like anybody who's even read a cursory version of history, like the reason why people like Ted Cruz and and Ron DeSantis and the rest of these folks in Alabama who want to shut down any type of history that involves the past, Mm -hmm. right? They want to shut it down because they know the true history. Right, right. And the true history is that Black folks have continued to be disenfranchised and discriminated against mm-hmm. in systemically, institutionally, right, right. right? At every chance they had to gain <laughs> their freedom, they were like, nope, black codes, nope, Jim Crow. Nope, let's bomb your town. Exactly. Like, this is consistent. So when this guy comes over here, like, very adamantly, like, no, ju- no. And we cut the audio, but I'd love to play the rest of the audio where Don Lemon is like, don't try to tell me about my experience. Can we play that? The part that I find insulting is when you say today black Americans don't have those rights after we have gone through civil rights revolution in this country. You are sitting here telling an African-American about the rights and what you find insulting about the the way I live, the skin I live in every day. Here's where you and I have a different point of view. That black people don't have in this country and that black people do have. Well, here's where you and I have a different point of view. I think we should be able to express our views regardless of the color of our skin. We should have this debate without me regarding you as a black man, but me regarding you as a fellow citizen. You're That's sitting what I think here, whatever ethnicity you are, explaining to me whatever ethnicity about I'm, what it's like to be black Whatever in ethnicity I'm, I'm I'll tell you what. Now, the theory is that this is really why he got clipped. <laughs> possibly, possibly. The theory is that this is actually why he got fired. Because this man came on the show and Dalim was like, basically, don't try to tell me about being me. Mm-hmm. You ain't me. And that's really that. 17 years out the window. You know what? I wish Don had been this Don the whole time, though. Because there was a long time where Don was really not on this. Mm -hmm. And I never really got past him and Morgan Freeman having a real cute, cozy conversation about how racism doesn't exist. But you know what? You know what, though? He's we're going to sing his redemption song. And I hope I hope that on the outside of this CNN scenario, he dives more into this. Okay, because we need it. Start his own independent black network. Maybe not 
not start his own, but maybe at least be in the space where he realizes that like his voice is actually a trusted voice at this point mm-hmm. and that being able to counter this type of ignorance needs to continue. Use your powers for good, Don. Use your powers for good. And as for Vivek Ramaswamy, I mean, listen, you you fit in the bill for the GOP. So I, I know, you're not going to get elected, you're though. You're not. You're not. you far from it. You might not make it past the primaries. Listen, president. these are the kids. He's like the kids who run for like sixth grade, <laughs> sixth grade <laughs> student president. president. And you're like, what's your plan? Pizza parties? Even that ain't going to make us do it. We're not going to vote for you, buddy. We not. But you know what we got next up? 60 second headline. Yay. We missed so much during the week, during the day that we got to cram it all into 60 seconds. Yes, we Plus do. Plus your big up let down coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. And if you need a quick catch up on some of the headlines that are going on in the world, well, baby, it's still time because it's time for 60 second headlines. Let's get into it. So story number one, the Houston Rockets will be hiring Neil Long's ex, Ime Adoka, as they coach for the team. He was the head coach for the Boston Celtics, but was released after allegations of having improper and consensual relationships with a co-worker. I don't know if him and Neil are together, but if they are, he needs to be coaching from Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. A new study found that those who ate the most French fries and other fried foods were 58% higher risk of developing depression and a 24% higher risk of developing anxiety compared to those who ate the least. Well, I guess because those who ate the least don't have to worry about the fact that if McDonald's put those old fries in and that's what you're going to have to get. Don't nobody want the old fries. I have anxiety about that, too. All right, this next one going to hit you where it hurt, Amanda. Mm. Bed Bath & Beyond filed for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy on Sunday with plans to wind down the entire business. You know what? This is the chickens coming home to roost because could nobody ever afford Bed Bath & Beyond anyway. So here is what it happens. All right, I might be out of time, but Aaron Rodgers was formally traded to the New York City Jets. Oh, look at that. That's the end of 60-second headlines. I also didn't give a damn about that. <laughs> so that worked out perfect. Another 60-second headlines for you right there. We always keep you boop, 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 boop in the know. Even if we don't talk about it for a long time, we just give you enough to be curious. So go out and do your own research if any of those headlines struck a nerve or, you know, hit a chord. All right? When we come back, the Big Up Let Down. Coming up next on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.